King Admiral Grace Under Pressure, commander of the Hraua Volunteer Flotilla, felt the weight of despair pressing down on her. She let none of it show, of course. Everyone in the fleet command court aboard the dreadnought Undying Defender could see her sitting in the centrally located throne from which she oversaw the flotilla's operations. To rule crews and ships, one must put up a good front. Proper officers never bared their teeth, allowed their hackles and tails to rise, or otherwise displayed strong emotions. A leader should treat even the most harrowing circumstances with dispassionate calm. The phrase, never let them hear you growl, had been old when the Royal Navy had gone to war in wind-propelled wooden ships and used their iron cannon to unify all five continents of the homeland under the crown. Four millennia of tradition demanded respect. Retaining her composure in the face of an unending stream of bad news wasn't difficult. The problem was that doing so had begun to feel futile. Howling in impotent rage was as likely to accomplish anything of worth as pretending nothing was wrong. The more experienced members of the court sensed her worsening mood as she quietly read the message that had been uploaded into her cybernetic implants. Grace could see them tensing up ever so slightly, the younger officers' tails puffed up involuntarily as old fight-or-flight instincts asserted themselves. They knew that whatever news the Grand Dame had received likely portended disaster, despite her best efforts to appear unconcerned. Our hosts have denied Fleetmaster Clem's request for reinforcements, she announced. It appears a second Imperium Armada has entered Wirashat space on the outer quadrant. The Supremacy himself sent a personal note along. In it he expressed the utmost confidence in the joint Starfleet. We are on our own, in other words. Better to tell everyone the truth than to let their imaginations conjure something even worse for morale. The facts were bad enough. The Wirashat Empire had just abandoned the combined forces guarding Dracul's system against the imminent Imperium invasion. She paused for a moment, letting her officers absorb the implications. What are your orders, King Admiral? We hold here, of course. The final words of his supremacy were, They shall not pass. It is a brave thing to make such grand pronouncements, while knowing your life's blood will not be spilled in upholding them. Such thoughts could not be voiced out loud, of course. The ruler of the Wirashat Empire might have left them to their own devices, but he was owed a modicum of respect. From the tense and angry body language displayed by the bridge crew, she didn't need to say anything. We still hold the advantages of our position, she went on, the Wirashat are masters of defensive warfare, and Dracul Six is heavily fortified. Their great asteroid fortresses are second to none, and Fleetmaster Clem is as good a commander as any non-Huraua I've met. We will give a good accounting of ourselves and teach the Galactic Imperium a harsh lesson. None of what she said was a lie, but it wasn't the whole truth either. Again, Except for a few young, bushy-tailed junior officers, her fleet court knew it. 
much like the shifts in pressure that preceded one of the great tornadoes on the plains of her homeworld, there was a sense of inevitable disaster in the air, fast approaching and impossible to deny. We fight beside humans and their warp fighter craft, Lord of Tactics' relentless determination said, supporting his monarch commander. We have all seen the reports of the damage they inflicted on the Vipers, shattering dreadnoughts in a single pass. Their presence is likely to make moot all other tactical considerations. A rumble of sub-vocalized thoughts followed the statement.